Welcome back to your Ellen, Matt, and Shelly recap. Halloween day five fifty-five. We got what six days left? Yes, it's almost done. Hello, Halloween is on uh, October sixty-first. Sixty-first. Because this is our fifty-fifth day. Yeah. Oh my God, October sixty-first. I can't wait for you to come. I'm stuck on the couch. If you're watching the video one. Under the very big paw of a very big puppy. It's growing by the minute. <laughs> this is our home horror. This is our home. This is where we live, Shelly. We live here. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that was a reference for tw uh, two or four Twin Peaks. Yeah. Two or four. What? Yeah. I mean two or four. How what do you say? About? Say that sentence. It's There's a reference, a reference to you a Twin Peaks two. moment. That was my question. Today we watched oh. a movie called The Reef. It came out in 2010 by 11. IMDb and 2011 by Amazon. Shelly, stop. She's organizing everything now. Hands and... and we have her rest during the movie, so she's going to attack me during the podcast. Yeah, be careful with the mic when you're holding it. After the all the care I gave her last so night. So let's start. Yeah, she had a rush today. And it started at 3 over. in the morning. So she's better. She's enjoying being better. Right? Yeah. All right, so we watched The Reef. It's uh, sharp. Based on a true story that Which happened to... I realized to it only at the end of the movie. Happened yeah, to some stop, Aust stop. Australians. No, no biting. It, yeah. uh, I did realize it is Australian right away. Yeah. And this is one of those movies where... Is it a horror movie? It's a true story. It's... It wasn't a horror movie. I wasn't not scared. Really. There were tense moments. Yeah, but nothing that I would be like, oh my god, this is horrifying. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I'm scared of shark as much as horror movies will, like, put it in. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, I do know what you mean. Are you afraid of shark? Not really, because I don't often find myself in situations where I would be in danger of being attacked by yeah, a shark. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But ghosts every day. They can be anywhere. Well, I believe in sharks. <laughs> I do believe in sharks. I believe in Australians. <laughs> what the hell are you doing? <sighs> no, no. Relax, relax. Yes, I know. You rested for most of the day. Stop. Oof. And Oof. judge by the cover. I said that I wanted to watch a shark movie for a while. I think last week. <laughs> And we didn't have a shark movie. And Matt said, I'm going to read his uh, sheet because I wrote it. I don't understand my handwriting. Can you read it? <laughs> uh, he wrote Slasher Jaws. And he had oh. to write it because it was with her most hey. of the evening. And I wrote it and I almost wrote Slasher Jews. <laughs> uh, yeah, body count. I said five. You said 
He doesn't say yes. I know, but for the podcast, he <laughs> yes. No, for the podcast, movie. it says no because it's on my side. Computer says yes. Computer says no. The right. sharks eat dolphins. So this movie is, um, uh, I mean, to get ahead of ourselves, it involves four friends and one guy who is like a hired boat uh, sailor. You see, they eat very young calves and seek adult dolphins. Yeah, okay. So this dolphin wasn't like an adult. I mean, like you, we didn't see the dolphin. We saw the fin. What do you mean? This dolphin wasn't an it adult. It wasn't. It wasn't. A, no, it's like a, a like an old, like a sick adult. He wasn't sick. I have no idea. I've been there. I've so, seen that. This movie was. Uh, ah, ten reasons sharks are afraid of dolphins. Okay. Ooh. So, this so stop. I was right. What? Stop. You I'm stop. Trying to, I was I'm right. trying to speak. Matter. You just look at your uh, phone and yelling things. because the Facts that you want to be right. Where's this? The Want to be? Excuse me? I am right. Yeah. Okay. And you were wrong. Yep. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with our latest podcast. <laughs> what? The, sh- the movie was... Men bo- just woke up. I don't think they watched... No, I, well, I, was, I was awake for uh, 99% of this movie. And uh, it was basically the story about four people uh, who were friends and one guy who was hired to run the sailboat. And uh, one, one of the guys, it's his job to deliver boats and his, his buddy, whose girlfriend he uh, I mean, we brought with him, also brought with him uh, the guy's ex-girlfriend, who happened to be his buddy Matt's sister. And uh, they all head out in the boat. They go swimming. And then the tide is starting to come in. This is uh, in Australia, where there's a lot of coral reef. And uh, the, the tide was coming in fast, so they went out to the boat. And then they started heading back. Everything is good. I mean, it's kind of... In retrospect, there's one survivor at the end of the movie, so... Yeah, I guessed who was going to be right away. Okay. You didn't tell me that, so I can't verify the facts. No, you didn't. I did say she's going to survive. I heard nothing of the sort. I heard you talking multiple other times during the movie, but I didn't hear you predicting the survivor. I said that she's going to survive, and then in the middle of the movie, I said, like, I feel like I want to write a movie like a horror movie that you would kind of like guess who's gonna survive because it makes more sense the most sense but then he's not gonna survive like the other person that is like most likely to die first will survive and just to do something a little different. You did say that, but you didn't say who you guessed would survive. Why would I say that if I wouldn't guess? There was two to... people who were left and no, but I said it in the beginning. The main guy to be the survivor all right man is not listening to me most of the time so yeah classic example i listen to you uh talk so much during the movie i can't remember everything that you say so eh, what are you gonna do this movie was australian and based on a true story which why why did they talk in the beginning. why did they say all during like during the entire movie i don't know i'll record it next time and we'll do a little bonus podcast 
and just play the audio commentary. Yeah, it's like here talking about the movie, just saying what happened for people that maybe even watch it and then they need to re listen to everything that happened again. Okay, well, what do you want to do? You're in charge. What do you want to do? No, keep doing whatever you're doing. I was saying that this movie was about four people who died and one person who survived. So everything that we have information comes from the writer-director, but was probably told through the story of the one survivor. So this whole experience that they went through, the interpersonal relationships, the times that they spent together, uh, was the bulk of the movie, except when they were uh, disaster-struck and the bottom of their boat hit the coral reef and it's all scraped up and they're given the the choice to sit there and wait on the boat away from uh, a flight path. So they have I a flare. I was thinking, like, it's not possible to just flip a boat. Well, the problem is that the bottom of it was so fucked up that if they uh, flipped it, it would have just sunk right away okay but because it was upside down and the hole was at the top it would stay buoyant for for a while a little while at least and uh so they're given the option of swimming 20 miles through waters that are known to have sharks in them or to stay with the boat and uh the one guy wazi he's the hired guy waza yeah, he was, he elected to stay. and uh, It reminded me of, the, do you remember in the in Scary Movie, the first one? Was it the first one? Yeah. What's up? What's up? No? Well, His name was that's Waza. not from Scary Movie. That was based on a annoying Budweiser ad campaign. Ah, I didn't know that. You see, that's what happens yeah. when you're growing in Israel, growing up in Israel. Yeah. You watch a scary movie and you don't understand all the references. So yeah, there wasn't a lot of butt advertisement. I mean, I guess it's Til- it dilly fancy, dilly a fancy imported beer. Dilly, di- we it's don't Bud have Bud Light. Light in Israel. It's Bud Light. Well, what but did you say? Budweiser. But we don't have Budweiser either. Yeah, I mean maybe in like maybe specific places, beer. but Americans I, that miss shitty beer want to pay extra money for it. Wait, it's not an American beer, by the way? It is an American beer, but it would be an imported beer in Mm. Israel. Yeah. But, yeah, probably not a lot of people need the watery flavor of Budweiser. We have better beers there. Yeah. Also imported, but not from here. Mm -hmm. So, uh, well, how do we fill up the half-hour podcast to talk about a movie where... The action. Yeah, nothing. Nothing happened. Most of the movie, I told you halfway that I'm like, I'm sorry. I mean, you said the movie was so bad. No, you said the movie is so bad, and I didn't think that it was bad. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't know that it's based on a true story. I did. I missed that in the beginning. I only found out that it's based. based on a true story at the end, right after the movie was over. Yeah. So for me, it was just like a very boring movie. If it wouldn't be. Based on a true story, imagine it would be just like a very boring, like nothing happening movie. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously you feel different about it after knowing what it was uh, pulled from the headlines of a real life trauma 
that happened to yeah that's girl. what i'm saying it's different it's like you take it different and i didn't yeah. think it was that bad when i found out that it is but <laughs> i didn't say the movie is that bad i said i'm sorry it's i i don't know i found it like pretty boring in the beginning i mean during the movie because nothing much is happening i mean they did when i know that it's a true story i do think that they kind of like try to add more intense moments to like empty moments but well without being a true story it would have been very yeah i mean it's it's a tragic thing that happened one person survived it so the bulk of what we assume is her story has to be told by the guy and he whoever did it he wrote directed and produced it and uh i mean it's a a nice looking movie he did a good job yeah it is a good yeah there is tension when they're in the water and uh they're trying to figure out what the shark fin is only one guy has goggles he keeps going down and looking and there's also the the fact that they know that there's nowhere around them they have half of a boogie board each to float on that's not shelter sharks sharks are attracted to thrashing around yeah and uh and so there's no place for them to go. They can band together. And uh, that does something, I guess. But then they're like very nervous. So they're kind of like shaking their legs like crazy. Yeah. And then it just, I don't know. I thought that it's something that might bring more attention to them. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, definitely. Because he also he said it in the beginning, like, don't do a lot of bubbles. What did he say? Yeah, he said no. Sorry, try not no to splash. splash. Yeah. yeah. So it makes the it's kind of a damned if you do, damned if you don't situation because you have to swim to get to land, and you have to move to swim faster. And you want to get away. It's easier said than done if you're in a situation where a, a shark is crawling up on you and swimming through the water at you. Yeah, there's it's hard swimming. not to panic. They're swimming against the current. Mm-hmm. Which makes it even harder, especially yeah. 10, miles. 10 miles of open water. Oh, my God. And, uh, this is scary. I mean, and th- towards an island that they can't see. What? Towards an island that they can't see. Yeah. No, it's scary. I mean, everything in the ocean scares me. It's like claustrophobic scares me. You mean like agoraphobia? Huh? Claustrophobia is small spaces. How do you call it? Agoraphobia is agoraphobia. open spaces. So that. Yeah. Like, it scares me like, I don't know, like terrifying. Yeah. Nothing all around you. Yeah. I feel like I do want to watch like, a, like Jaws or something. I've never watched that. Or, I don't know, like the... I did like, I watched a, a fun horror... Uh, Sharks movie, forty-seven meters down. I think it's with two girls that like did those cages that they sent down, and the cage just like cut off the yeah. boat, and it, they just fell, and they're surrounded by <laughs> sharks, and they can't swim back because there's so many sharks all around. That's like super, super scary. I like that movie. I watched it in the cinema. Then mm. they came out with another one. I didn't watch the second one. I don't think there's 
was it called 48 meters down uncaged yeah but they they fill it up with a lot of like intense moments that i don't know i feel like the the pressure like i don't to see that it stresses me out like crazy so it was a different type of horror feeling to watch it i was just like really nervous the entire movie and i thought it's cool and it was very well made i mean the idea it's kind of dumb but scary like hell like yeah i mean there's a lot of uh movies like that where the concept especially if you put yourself in that position is horrifying you're like oh shit i'm in a cage in the bottom of the sea surrounded by sharks how am I going to get out? What can possibly... I'm going to get drowned? What's going to do? Yeah, I would die right away. Yeah. But then the the filmmaker's perspective of trying to fill an hour and a half, it's not going to be just that. It's going to be tough. Like, all right. So yeah, here, I mean, this one doesn't based on a true story. And uh, this so. is tough for me to say because I haven't watched the movie version. And it's one of the few Stephen King books that I didn't continue reading. I stopped after like 60 pages. But there, there's uh, Gerald's Game, which is sort of like that. It's a person is uh, stuck in a handcuffed in a bed with no one around, and nobody knows that they're there. So you're just like, oh shit, what would I do if I was in that situation? How would I get out? And that's where all the tension begins. But how do you finish a book like that? I was 60 pages in, and then there's like. 300 more pages, so... Wait, what's the name of the book? Gerald's Game. Oh. Uh, I heard the movie's good. I should maybe go back and read the book, but I was just not in the mood for one character and a voice in her head for the most of the... Uh, I mean, there's... Uh, story, I assumed. What's... <laughs> there's the movie with uh, James Franco. 100. 127 hours. Yeah. Did yeah. you watch it? I did. On and I watched it, my brother and I... <laughs> And we only watched the end when he cuts his hand. We started to watch it. My brother has like less patience than me. And it was kind of like very slow. And we're like, there's no way that we're going to watch a movie with one person stuck in the desert. So we just skipped all the way until he cuts his hand. And that's it. Yeah. It was a great You could have just Googled what happened to the guy. No, we knew that he's cutting his hand off. That's why we're like, all right, let's skip. We're also very good in like spoilers, my family. You know that already. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. we knew that. I mean, we know most of the time what we're going to watch. Yeah. And yeah, also it's kind of like a bi- the biggest thing about the movie. I mean, it's not a very big spoiler. It's yeah. It's the biggest moment of the movie. And it's, it's like the Titanic was drowning. Oh my God, really? Uh, you ruined the movie for me. Right, but when you watched the Titanic, did you want to just fast forward to the end? I did it many times. I did. I did. I love the thing. Right. I love the movie. But also, like, the Titanic is four hours. It's like, you can't. Three hours. I watch it many times, mostly from that part, because there's no much to watch until it happens. So, yeah. I just, like, the, the moment when the, the boat is, like, coming up and, like, drowning, that's. Yeah one of the scariest moments that I've, like, in cinema for me. I was pretty young when I watched it the first time. It was just, like, yeah. 
like shaking me from the inside like oh my god it's it's so scary so yeah i liked watching that yeah. so in conclusion the ocean is a scary place it is more so with icebergs than sharks I are guess. you scared of the ocean i'm not a huge fan of the ocean i won't say i'm um scared of it i don't want to go out on a crabbing expedition or be at sea for weeks at a time or anything like that i don't even like deep sea fishing uh, i don't like the ocean very much i yeah. like the mediterranean sea <laughs> it's warmer it's nicer i don't think there are any sharks in there yeah and if they are they're very far from the shore they're laid back they're oh i think serious. there are but little ones yeah there are some sharks in the Red Sea in Israel, the south. Yeah, communist sharks. What? Communist sharks. Why, because the Red Sea? Yeah, the Red Sea. I'm going to stop trying to make jokes, but... Um, Why? The Red Sea, red, is associated with communa, mm. communism. Red Sonia, it's a Soviet reference. Anyway, communist these are, and they also yeah. have dolphins there. Yeah. And it's only one city in Israel. It's the south, like the s south of Israel. There's like Israel. There's a lot of desert, and then there is Elat. That's the city. It's like Miami. There's a lot know, of like desert. Elat. El exactly, a, a lot of desert, and that's where the Dead Sea is. Most of Israel are on the Mediterranean Sea. So, yep. I don't so I don't think this movie was a horror movie. It was a sort of a well-done, interesting story of a person's trauma and their tragedy, seeing their friends get eaten by a shark all around them over the course of a couple of days. And yeah, uh, I mean, it is scary to think about it to put yourself in that situation. I don't know. Yeah, Imagine maybe just don't yourself. watch it around Halloween. Save it for Shark Week. Yeah. Whenever that is. When's Shark Day? I don't know. Shark Week is a thing where they show all shark-related content on the Discoveries Channel. Happened like <laughs> over 10 years ago. People, I don't know if people still give a shit about it. I never really got into it, but. And if your name is Chandler Bing, be careful that your wife or girlfriend wouldn't catch you doing things with it. You know that? that one time Monica got into the room and Chandler was watching porn and just like zipped, like changed the channel very quick. And when she entered, she realized that he's like masturbating. She was looking at the television that was like sharks movie and she just thought that he's masturbating to sharks and it turns him on. He thought it's very funny. <laughs> so it's, yeah, she surprises him and she gets him a video. <laughs> Sharks. sharks. <laughs> so she's such, such a great girlfriend. Sharks after dark. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, I'm gonna bring this uh, our personal couch shark dog outside <laughs> before she digs a hole in the floor and eats us both. Yeah. Thank you very much for listening. Tomorrow we'll be here with a different movie. This is Metcona. I'm El Gavish, and you maybe can hear Shelley. Probably arrived to the neighbors already 
Thank you so much for listening, for watching, and we'll be here tomorrow. Bye! Thank you.